It is here in review, and this is our final hour. Final hour of 2018. I am Jim Rome. Nice to have you here. Live in Southern California, we are in the Quicken Loan Studios. Apply simply, understand fully, and mortgage confidently. Got to get through it. When I left off at the end of hour number two, we left off in the month of July. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Clones, thank you very much for everything. Let's keep moving. Last hour of the year. July also ushered in the critical part of the smack-off season. This is when the contenders get in their last-minute pregame reps and when the pretenders fall ass-backwards into the chopper. Vic in NoCal is no stranger to this game. He showed up before the event to remind everybody of the kind of pull he has around here. But when Vic in NoCal smashes somebody's face in on the radio, that is actually good for their look. Okay, It raises their cachet that I took time to dedicate valuable real estate to them. And make no mistake, clones, this is valuable real estate. I only get a few minutes on the air every year, and there's other things I'd rather talk about. Like, take Dr. Dave, for example. I mean, I took a clown like Dr. Dave, an absolutely cringeworthy buffoon like Dr. Dave, and I made him a household name on this show, man. And if you're a household name on the Jim Rome Show, then you're a household name in radio, period, okay? Which brings me to this meathead idiot from Buffalo. This idiot stalks me on social media like a loser, Rome. I did a search on Twitter. This dude has tweeted at me 184 different times trying to get me to notice him. Oh, Jim, I think the Bills can go 9-7 and seven this year, maybe sneak into the wild card. Uh, Tyrod Taylor. Congrats, man. You got me to mention your name. Now listen up, because I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse, okay? You leave my jungle today, never to come back, and I'm going to let you live. You had a little run this year. Now it's over. Pack up your stuff and get the hell out of here. You're done. All right, so that's Vic. Matt in Van was in soon thereafter, and he lobbed a Molotov cocktail across the border all the way to Corona Cali. Hey, Brad, you call me and Tyler 2.0s? That just means we're better than you. We're newer, upgraded versions of you, you moron. And then this panhandler comes in with some scorching hot coin takes and a shared calendar blast for me and Tyler. The only item on our shared calendar, Corona, is Mrs. Corona's scheduled Northern Sando. But Tyler and I agreed to call that off after she DM'd us a pick. We realized wrestling with her would be great if you like wrestling with humans that are shaped like a potato. An all-time line from Matt in Van. Problem is, he said it to the wrong dude because the BIC was not about to just let wife smack slide. He then turned Matt in Van's best line into a line that Matt wishes he had never even thought of let alone said. Speaking of sandwiches, Jim, last week Matt in Vancouver called in and uh, admitted that him and Tyler had a shared calendar appointment for a northern sando with my wife. But uh, apparently they kicked her out of it because she looks like a potato. Matt, I'm confused. Uh, when you kick my wife out of your northern sando, that just leaves two dudes left in the sando. So it's an all-meat, protein-style Canadian sando. I mean, it's 2018. I accept you and Tyler for uh, whoever you are and whoever you guys want to be, but there's no need to make up fake excuses just to get my wife out of there, dude. That ain't cool. I wish I could say that that was the worst thing that Brad had in store for the Canadians, but it wasn't. And anybody who heard or saw the main event knows exactly what I'm talking about. Which brings us to Smack Off 24, the first ever Smack Off to air on TV. Arguably the best Smack Off to date. 
coming into the event. Leffen Laguna was the two-time defending champ. And there's no one anywhere that can deny how much Leff has changed the game, elevated the arena. Take it from me, the king of this here jungle. Leff revolutionized this from helicopters to studio stormings to recreations of SI photo shoots to cameos that I didn't even think were possible. The smack off owes a ton, a ton to Leff. That being said, we did implement a rule that many of you dubbed the Left in Laguna rule. Nobody is allowed to enter the studio. Nobody. So the question was, how would Left respond? And if you ask me, he responded exactly like a double champ should. Hey, Jimmy, you know what the best moment in last year's smack-off was? I thought it was Mike's concussion protocol take. and I mean, not the take itself, but that grand mal seizure he suffered in the middle of it. Mike, were you talking about concussions, or were you imitating that? I mean, dude, what happened? Jim didn't know if you should cut to commercial or slide a credit card between your teeth so you didn't swallow your tongue. Fred McGriff thought I was putting on a clinic. Speaking of which, concussions have been a big issue, uh, and CTE as well. I mean, Jim, seriously, next time this guy calls... Get his address and his nearest cross street just in case of emergency. I mean, that pause is so long. Dude, that thing should have been sponsored. It's an amazing call. Good for third place. No shame in going gold, gold, bronze over a three-year period. And you know he'll be back looking for that crown in 2019. You heard left take a run at Mike. And there was no way Mike was going to stay in his incredibly believable 24-hour retirement and take that. Are you kidding me, left? You can tell by his recent calls he lost his mojo and doesn't believe in his stuff. He's a bigger head case than John Lester trying to throw to first base. Nice pre-recorded doctored-up call. Take out the gimmicks and that call sucked so bad it might have sucked another Southwest passenger out an airplane window. I whooped your ass so bad last year the doctor prescribed you an emotional support dog. Pre-record that and use it in your call next year, bitch. It's a great call from one of the best to ever do it, but only good enough for fourth. Last year. That's how good last year was. That was good enough for fourth. Mike's first finish off the podium since 2013. Even Jay Stu, the 14-year phone slap, showed up and went full-blown Jay Stu in his first smack-off call since 2014. Remember that one, that one day when Jake was born? And it was like 1130, and you're like, you know what? I have a national radio show, but I'm, I'm going to go watch my first child be born. And Alvin said to you, Dude, dude, go, go. I got this. And personally, Jim, I would have loved to see that creepy Cintas guy lurking around the corner on TV. And one last thing, Jim, speaking of being nostalgic, remember the time when you, Alvin, and me were at a Carl's in Rosemead, and we saw Najee Davenport rounding third and go into a laundromat with a boner and sweatpants? Ah! No. Like yeah, no, I don't remember that, Stu. Mona in Knoxville <laughs> debuted as a rookie with one of the raunchiest and most explicit calls I think I've ever heard. Brad and Corona, he needs to put down his mom's copy of Fifty Shades of Grey and pull his pants up and do something productive in the world, like chew a box of razor blades so he would swallow his own for a change. Mona. But SmackOff 24 came down to two phone calls that were nearly impossible to rank over each other. The call right here, this call right here, from Stevie Carbone. Might have gotten second place, but 
for sure it was the goosebump moments of the entire day when he brought back the all-time smack-off king. It's not fun for me anymore. I liked having rivals. I had one rival back in the day. That was the Cavalan Asian. I loved kicking that guy in the nuts during my phone calls about his balding or his weight gain or his radio career. I mean, Jesus, that guy was so fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, what? Yeah, yeah. No, thank you, Steve. ABC's attorneys are online too. I got this, Jim. It's great to be back. First, hey, Rick in Buffalo, you making fun of Jeff in Richmond is like an identical twin dogging his sibling for being ugly. And bro, it's a radio show. It's not Fight Club. Settle down, Junior. <laughs> Clones. Eleven years. Eleven years. I've been gone, and none of you losers have been able to catch me. I come back to a smack off with golden tickets and elaborate RSVP calls and prize money. Prize money, Jim. Five grand. I won this thing five times, and all I got was a gigantic box of Aura Blast in 1999. <laughs> that was incredible. I mean, how the hell was anybody going to beat that? Stevie Carbone with a cameo from the five time champ, Shawnee, the Cablin Asian. Did it really happen? It would have been plenty good enough to take it down. It would have been enough had Team Canada not gone out of its way to piss off Brad and Corona, who showed up to the event in nothing but a white Speedo with Matt's photo on his banana and Tyler's pick on his hammock. Hey, for those of you not watching on CBS Sports Network right now, I got some really tasteful photos for you to check out. I got really fed up with Matt and Tyler talking about how good-looking they are and calling all Americans fat because we're not all fat. So I got a custom-made banana hammock with Matt's face right up by my banana and Tyler's face around back near my hammock. Clones, rest assured, I don't want to do this. I never wanted to do this. I have to do this. This one is for America. USA! USA! Breathe it in, boys. And that, clones... Tyler, Matt, Mike, Mona, Cablanation, in the words of my boy Shaquille O'Neal, that is the difference between first and last place. So everybody take a good look at my Twitter feed and the monitors on the CBS Sports Channel right now. Tell me how my ass tastes. It's delicious. So now the storylines are set for Smack Off 25. Can the BIC repeat? And tie the Cablin Asian as the only five-time winner. Is the Cablin Asian officially back and looking to put a ring on a whole new mitt? Can Leff rip a third in four years? What's Mike and Indy got to say about all of this? How do the Canadians bounce back? Can Vic save his best stuff for the most important day? Will Mark make a run for a second title? And what legends will come out of nowhere because it is smack off 25? I seriously cannot wait until this summer. Let's freaking do this. Into August, quickly. The smack off is in the rear view. The dog days are upon us, or so I thought, because the second half of this year will forever be marked by the day I, Ray Craig, phoned in and accidentally blew wide open a loophole in the jungle that I still cannot close. Romy, I'm basically a vagabond, indigent, artist i'm basically like homeless yeah i live on the streets pretty much so there you go clones i'm not using a shrimp for a bluetooth or a cockroach for a harmonica yet it's also kind yet. of my choice Romy. i call it my social experiment you know if i want to i could be living somewhere 
basically. And I do. I mean, I, I, I stay at my work when I need to. Trust me when I tell you I have worked so hard to try to put that homeless genie back in the bottle. But you won't let me. Every damn war on every damn email has been about IRA since August. Let the record reflect yet again. Bum smack still is not allowed. Stop doing it. There is no loophole. I don't want to have this conversation again in 2019. Now, what would a year in review be like without something from Jeff in Southfield, the most mysterious man in the jungle who came out of nowhere with some unbelievable four-minute call on happy days that I still can't stop thinking about until this very moment. After that call, there were all sorts of conspiracy theories flying around that it was actually Mike in Indy. So Jeff went with it, and then some. Even after Jeff ran ferocious smack at me, in my response call, I call him a legend. Yes, because of my greatness, Jeff in Southfield has turned me into a beta male. Of course, I'm not really Mike and Indy. I'm Rick in Buffalo. I called today to talk about that loser, Vic in NoCal. Vic, what's with that phony gangster accent? If that thing gets any more fake, you'll be doing commercials for sleep apnea. Hey, it's Vic in NoCal. Your snoring is disrespectful. You need to get yourself a zipper. Oh, but I'm not really Rick and Buffalo. I'm deceased comedian Mitch Hedberg. That's right, I'm talking to you from beyond the grave. Much like Yoda, I have learned to commune from the other side. But I'm not really Mitch Hedberg. I'm Jeff in Southfield. Hey, Mike and Indy, in your cars you dub yourself the Don of the Midwest Mafia. Who you kidding, fool? You're not even the Don of Osmond. You're barely the Don of Don Knotts. But of course, Jeff in Southfield is really Mike and Indy. Jim, Rick and Buffalo, even though you already have a smoker by Masterbuilt, we all know you really want your meat smoked by Peterbilt. Give me my Masterbuilt! Man, Jeff is weird. That is a weird, weird dude. But in this case, weird is good. More Jeff in Southfield next year. Make it happen, Jeff. Come back in here. Get your golden ticket. When we return, we go to the month of September. We may not finish this thing, but if we don't, we'll be close. The year in review, winding down 2018. An all-timer September coming up next. Do not go anywhere. Merry Christmas, clones. Happy holidays. You're listening to The Jim Rome Show. Winding down 2018, heat-branded products are designed to keep your fuel system flowing even under the harshest conditions. Remove water, raise MPGs, clean the fuel system, heat, baby. Let's go to September. Now, after months and months of hounding, I finally made the leap onto the Woodscopes. Hello? Wood. Is this Jim Rome? Is this 12 wood? It is, dude. I gotta hit. Hold on. I gotta. I gotta hit. Do not disturb on my other phone. People are calling me. It is on. Do not disturb. You gotta pull this together, wood. Tell me. Because here we are. Here the bleep we are. Here the bleep we are, dude. How you doing tonight? 
I'm great. How you doing? Uh, a little nervous, but... Uh, I couldn't tell. Yeah, no, I know. It's not that I'm just talking to you. The phone that I'm, I'm using for the camera for the first time ever is not working the way I like it to. And there's a lot more people than I'm used to. No, dude, this is going much worse than even I thought it would. I think that I left nailed it. You are one ill-prepared dude. Come on, man. I know. Can we start all over? Dude, can I just go into the questions? Let's just... All right. Dude, breathe through it. Hey, are you... Are you, uh... you got like a brown paper bag you can breathe into? Can you do a shot or something? Guys... Take some of the edge off? Do you guys have a brown paper bag over there? You would have thought that after chasing me for as long as he did, that he would have had some questions prepared and ready but after freaking the hell out, my man did rally. We had an amazing conversation, and I was honored to be a guest on a show born straight from the jungle itself. Now, staying on the topic of living legends, jungle legend Lee Jenkins came in and talked about his new job as the executive director of research and identity for the L.A. Clippers. You know, writing a profile of someone, I probably will again at some point, but... No, for right now, I, I'll definitely miss it. You're and not, I'll miss being on the show with you, too. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you not doing that anymore? I know. I, I'll break down to the contract. Jim Rome appearances are permitted. Thanks, Romy. Appreciate it. We got to get Mark next. You know Lee got that carved out. You know he did. And once he's done recruiting Kawhi to the Clippers, I can get him back on the show to talk about how he pulled the Rome clause in his new deal with Steve Ballmer. Grant Napier came into the jungle as a guest host. And while you think that that's a good time to reset the BIC, going after my man Napes, it was actually Grant who was coming off the top rope and going in on I-Ray. Don't, t- don't call... Hey, hey, let me, Where's hey, your club, bro? Where's hey, your club? Where's my club? Really? They're in, they're in the Bahamas, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. Hey, Craig, let me I'll tell you something right Kershaw now. Hey, let me tell you something. When Clayton Kershaw uh, wins a World Series and pitches good, can give me a call. Don't be coming on the air and telling me how great Clayton Kershaw has been in the postseason. Because everybody knows he has not been great in the postseason. He was. But I'll take my chances with Kershaw over Wade Miley or whatever the garbage that the Brewers are throwing out there today. And I still got my club. Yeah, they're not playing up to their standards, not playing up to their potential. But you know what? I bet they do today. Well, good. Then call me, call me up later, all right? Give me a call. I'll be on the air in Sacramento at 3 o'clock until 7, and then you can call me tomorrow, all right? That's great. So basically, you're agreeing with me. You're agreeing with me about... Easy, Grant. My man already lost his home. Spare him his soul. Let's go to October. October got started with Lady Clone Argel coming on the program to talk about Tabasco's soy sauce. And also to correct my pronunciation of Argel. Argel in Louisiana. Argel, good morning. How are you? Hey, Jim. It's pronounced Argel. It's French. Ah! That's not a good call. <laughs> no, dude. You did not do that. You can't recreate that. You can't go back. That's not what happened. It's not Argel. It's Argel. It's not Ryan. It's Ryan. Hey, Avi. You still do not get to run somebody retroactively. And before Connor and Habib went down at UFC 229, Connor in Vegas called this show. Connor, is that you? Thanks for the vine, Jimmy. My name is Connor, not Connor. Calling from Las Vegas via Dublin. Connor McGregor of the Clan McGregor. What happened to the good callers, Jimmy? Does Vic and O'Cal no longer call your show? He was my all time favorite. I patent a lot of me game after his, you know. I got me moniker in honor of him, the notorious Connor. 
in honor of the notorious VIC, after I heard him back in the day, absolutely dismember that comedian Jay Lass. Whoa, the notorious VIC. Yeah, that was not Connor. For one, there were not any F-bombs or proper 12 plugs. And for another, it was Vic and NoCal doing Vic and NoCal things. Not good when I'm playing back your parody call, but not your smack-off call, Victor. Victor, smack-off 25. One of the best things to happen to me this year was a group of clones banding together to buy me an amazing keepsake. The actual baseball bat from Space Jam. Whoa, 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 whoa. A Michael Jordan bat? Dude. Is there a note? This is the bat from Michael Jordan that he swung in Space Jam. Yeah! Wow. Whoa, whoa, hold on. The only thing better is baseball bat? Where's the tennis racket? All of you who made this happen, I love it. This is truly, truly epic. Sincerely, this is one of the best gifts I've ever gotten. Thanks so much. Have an amazing weekend. Still true. Still true. Even if Braun never calls about Space Jam 2, and he will, he will. But even if he doesn't, I've got this iconic token from the time Mike starred in my movie. Good looking out, clones. Appreciate you, Caleb, for organizing that. Still in my office. I look at it every day. I love it. Cooking icon, fellow Breeders' Cup ambassador, Bobby Flay, joined me in October. We talked about the Sport of Kings, and he did invite me on his kick-ass TV show, Beat Bobby Flay. How is life for you right now? Life is great. Um, I have to say, uh, restaurant business is fun and vibrant, and um, Beat Bobby Flay Food Network is going well. I have to have you on the show. I, you know that, That's right up your alley. We'll, we'll have to make sure that happens. You can bet. That is an invite that I will absolutely take him up on. Have your people call mine Bobby, or have me call your people. Let's make sure we make that happen. I want that one. Clones. Clones come from everywhere. You're never exactly sure where they're going to come from. But I'm not sure we've ever had one come from the WWE SmackDown. This year, I found out the biggest, baddest clone in all of the jungle is none other than freaking pro wrestler Carl Anderson. Good brother Romy. Carl Anderson here headed to uh, WWE SmackDown in Indianapolis. Just wanted to say what's up, man. Good brother Romy. Big LG here at Luke Gallows, WWE. Just want to thank you guys in the jungle for the karma last night. Big W at WWE Louisville. We appreciate it, and that deserves a just too sweet. Jungle karma's real, good brother. Jungle karma's real. Love these dudes. That's the good brother if you need him. Too sweet, my man. I appreciate you. And Luke, if you're ever in SoCal, you best swing by my studio and chop it up proper. Love these guys. Oklahoma State head coach Mike Gundy is responsible for some of the truly, truly most amazing sound bites on this program. Let the record reflect that he created yet another one in October. And then Alvy created the official Mike Gundy alarm, comprised only of sounds from the mullet himself. That's the fat fart alarm that Alvin created. He's a man. He's 51. He nearly took this show right into the ground. 
with that one. When we come back, we go into the month of November, last segment of the year, 2018. The year in review. (laughs) Wow, Alvin. Time for a bottom of the hour sports update. Here's the very latest. Bye. O'Reilly Auto Parts, O'Reilly Auto Parts. For all your car care needs, get guaranteed low prices. Excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. This is the final segment of 2018. And for that reason, let me quickly acknowledge and thank a few people. Because without them, there is no jungle. My partners and colleagues at CBS and Westwood One. Mark Chernoff, Jeff Satellano, Caitlin Richard. Charles Steinhauer, Brandon Berman, to name a few. I want to acknowledge every one of our sponsors. I would love to do so, but it would be impossible to do it right here. It's just not possible. I want to thank every one of our sponsors and partners. A special shout-out to our longtime partners and friends, Zipa, Lumber Liquidators, O'Reilly Auto Parts, Quicken Loans, and Farmers Insurance. Our partners at CBS Sports Network for handling the simulcast flawlessly in year number one. You clones, of course, for repping the show as hard as you do every single day, both when we're on the air and even when we're off. You'll never appreciate or know how much I appreciate all of you and what you do. I want to thank all of our stations along the way for carrying the program, supporting the program, and promoting it. Our satellite partner is at SiriusXM, the XR4TI crew, for hitting it hard every year and especially this year, getting in early, staying late. Appreciate, appreciate you all very much. want to thank the fam back home, Janet, Jake, Logan, for without their support, I could never hit this thing as hard as I do and have over the years. So thank you to everybody for hanging in, grinding it out, and being there for me and for the program. All right, let's go to November quickly. Super agent Scott Boris did not take long after the Red Sox won the World Series to start thinking about how much money he might make for prized free agent Bryce Harper. And Michael in Arizona did not take long before coming in to clown Boris for getting a little too greedy in other areas of his life. Let's go to Arizona. Michael, nice to have you on the show, Michael. How are you? Hey, Jim. Thanks so much for having me on. Scott Boris, instead of hitting all these teams and criticizing them, you know, he might want to hit the gym. You saw those pictures yesterday. It looked like he had eaten Bryce Harper instead of representing him. Scott Boris is known for getting his clients the most possible money, not for eating his clients, Mike. This year, I launched the RPO podcast. First time in a long, long time, literally since the beginning of my career, I had a co-host on a project, and that co-host was two-time Super Bowl champ Trevor Price. Trevor, he's got some wild football takes, wild reasons for picking games, and a wild side project. His comic book, Kulapari. And don't you go asking him to change any of those things, especially Kulapari. When I, when I turned in the third book of my trilogy to my, uh, to my publisher, they said, we're not publishing this. I said, well, you've already paid me. You will publish that or you will publish nothing. <laughs> if there was ever a time to be a fly on a wall, it would have been the time Trevor Price threatened to pull his third installment of a comic book about frog people. Now, I'd say that it was his most memorable moment of the year, but that would be an insult to the time that he straight up burped in the middle of talking. 
you know, play some, you know, safe things. But at least the Texans let Deshaun. Ooh, excuse me. You got to do that again. Or at least never do that ever again. <laughs> At least the Texans. Since my, uh, Texans minus four. <laughs> who did I just do? The, the best part is that I could have edited that out of the post production since we taped the podcast, but I chose not to. Merry Christmas, big man. Love you, Trev. Let Deshaun. Ooh, excuse me. You got to do that again. The horse business is full of the best times of my life and. The most frustrating times of my life, the saddest times of my life. And so far, this ride that we just started with Cruel Intention has been one of the better times. And it's Galilean and Cruel Intention. The joint leaders past the court of pole and the Golden State Juvenile. They've drawn well clear of their rivals at the top of the lane. And Cruel Intention outside Galilean set for a stirring stretch struggle. Galilean on the inside of Cruel Intention. It's Galilean about a neck in front from Cruel Intention at the 16th pole. Cruel Intention coming right back at him. Cruel Intention and Galilean a titanic tussle. They hit the line in a photo. Cruel Intention ahead to Galilean. A minute so gritty, so gutsy, so proud of Cruel Intention for taking down the Golden State Juvenile. He's getting a little bit of time off right now. Let's keep it going in 2019. Big horse. Really proud of you. Dana White might have won the entire month of November when he verbally body bagged Oscar De La Dummy all up and down the UFC unfiltered podcast. I heard last week the cokehead, Oscar De La Weirdo, it's talking that, that, that I don't have any place to tell guys when to retire. First of all, it's called friendship, you f***ing cokehead. Tito and, and Oscar De La Dummy were made for each other, man. Those two f***ing nutheads. I hope somebody talks De La Hoya into fighting again, okay? And I hope he gets knocked out just like Chuck Liddell did in the first round. F***ing cokehead nutball. That is a fight that Oscar is never going to win. And he knows it, which is why Oscar wants to take it into a ring before it gets any worse for him outside of it. Cokehead nutball. The Oakland Raiders are on the move, and their relocation to Vegas could not happen sooner, or could happen sooner than expected. But Mike in Wichita is all bent that the NFL is not moving the Broncos instead. Mike in Wichita. In just over a year, the NFL will finally put Oakland Raider fans out of their misery. KC versus Oakland, soon to be gone forever. Just like the Houston Oilers are dead, the AFL, AFC, Oakland Raiders will be no more. Come on, NFL, why couldn't you move Denver? That's an entire state of mutated science experiments gone wrong. The whole state smells like dank weed and swamp ass, and that's just the women. Dank weed and swamp ass. Yeah, got it, Mike. Thanks. What the hell does a guy in Wichita care about how Denver smells? Ever since I killed the hack off, a lot of you have wanted nothing more than for me to bring it back. So I said, fine, tell me the field. Because I don't think there are enough hacks to make that thing work. Turns out, I may have been wrong about that. 
Doggy dog. Doggy dog. The Hack Off will bring this country together like nothing has ever before. Hack Off. Rex and the ABQ. I'll blow these suckers out like the apple tartlets at Crapplebee's. Andy in Rockland. Um, I don't really know what it is, but I guess I can do my research. I'm down, I think. Josh. And hopefully I don't get sick from my extra anchovy pizza. And my name is now Bama Josh. Back in L.A. Like every Canadian franchise, you two featherweights are not only mine, but America's bitch, you jamba-juicing jerk. Dr. Dave in Chicago. I'll be in, I guess. I'd rather be saving dying children. Oh, oh sorry, Jim. Lauren ah. in Naples. I'm in 100%. Mona. She's nothing to speak of, if it's, if it's even a... Jeff, what's going on? If I did decide to show up at the hack-off, I'd probably be like the thousandth seed. Because, dude, I am way above that. Parody Larry. But dude, here in the jungle, you're just a garbage-ass, whiny little bitch. Put a leash on that little rug rat reptilian. Maybe you are hack enough for me to bring this thing back. Maybe. All eight nominees are SVP'd, so maybe I will bring that back. Maybe I'll bring that back in 2019. No promises, but maybe. Thanksgiving, a time to look back and give thanks. And before, maybe I wasn't in giving mood. Before the holiday, because I sure as hell gave Parody Larry a lot of room on this all-time terrible call. Adam is the turkey who works on the show, but Jim will never bring this bird to Radio Row. He spends Thanksgiving playing with his cat, watching Phil and Tiger Golf, eating chips and getting fat. His wife and kid are running around, being chased by giant rats, but he says we beat City Hall, so we're thankful for that. He can't afford a table to put out the spread. So he asked James Kelly, can I borrow your forehead? Ah! Now you know why I usually drop the hammer on this guy a lot sooner. We made it into Den or to December. It takes a lot to surprise me. Not been around a long time, so I generally am not caught off guard. But Joe Montana, Joe freaking Montana, knowing my Peloton routine absolutely floored me. Joe, it's good to have you on. How are you, Joe? Hey, good, Roy. How you doing? Good, good. Checking you out, listening to your talk about your Peloton workout. How you like that thing? We got one of those. I love that thing, Joe. You about that life? What do you think about Peloton? I love yeah, it. I'm on the easy side. If you're hitting 45 minutes, you're a beast like my wife. She kills it on that machine every day. Joe. I just go for a cruise. The greatest quarterback of his generation. Maybe the greatest quarterback ever. Keeping tabs on my rides. The hell is going on around here? Joe freaking Montana. He might just be the GOAT. Marcus Peters of the Rams went towards the stands to shout down a fan that hooked him a few Sunday nights back. So I asked Steve Smith Sr. if anything like that ever happened to him when he played. I've been um, called a ton of names. Uh, I was at one time, um, there was, it's probably mean for me to say, there was a lady uh, who was calling me all kind of names. Um, nothing racial, just she was just calling, she was calling me a midget, she was calling me all this stuff. And she stood up, and this was probably about the third quarter. So it was about three quarters full. I turned around, I looked at her, and I said, what trimester are you in? And she quit talking, and she sat down, and I didn't hear about her, hear from her again. Wow. And hence, she was not pregnant. Pretty happy I asked that question. Even happier I got that answer. One of the best beefs in the jungle is a beef no one saw coming, especially me. And it all started when Matt in L.A., Hooked, looked, Damon Amendolara right in his mouth and threw the first punch. Give my best to D.A., who is literally smiling ear to ear these days. 
I mean, Jack Nicholson's Joker thinks dude has a ginormous grin. I mean, literally, like the most random drive-by ever. Where did that come from? Well, it worked its way back to DA quickly, and the very next day, the host of the lead-in show for The Jungle, one of the nation's best talk show hosts, made his debut on this program with me, and he wrecked Matt's life. You see, Matt, I smile because I have my big, beautiful, bright teeth. All of them. Crazy, right, Matt? All of them. I'm sure your family would faint if they saw a full smile of chiclets and full dental coverage. It's awesome. You're the guy Rome goes to, Matt, when the better caller hung up. You're what we call wallpaper, radio wallpaper. It's ugly, out of date, but always there to cover up a crack in the drywall. Outro! (laughs) It's a great takedown. Golden ticket worthy. Maybe I was too blown away to reach into my desk to grab one. Maybe I thought that he was actually above that. But D.A., come and get it in 2019 if you want it. The smack-off would love to have you. That's a great response, my man. And because we actually did it, we made it to December. Yesterday, literally yesterday, Tyler in Edmonton came in here to give his gift from north of the border, the gift of the manual fat alarm. Shredmonton, the manual fat alarm. We did it. We got to the end of the year. Really quickly, some react. At Dark Knight, 760. Thea, thank you for an amazing show with inspiring interviews, intelligent takes, and hilarious content every day for three hours. The mornings are so much more fun and inspirational because of the jungle. Best wishes, Rome. XR4TI and clones. Until next year. Hashtag Rome Y-E-Y-I-R. Thea, thank you. Stephen Crowtown tweets, have a great holiday. We'll get back with you in 2019. War the Jungle. Neil C719, Rome. Thank you and the crew and all the clones for an absolute incredible listening experience this year. Hashtag Rome YIR. This email reads, Dear Jim, just want to drop a quick note. Say thank you for all that you do throughout the year. For those of us listeners out there that do not talk to smack but enjoy listening to the ones who do and still get an awesome sports talk show, I want to thank you. You keep it real. You keep it awesome. You keep on doing what you do. Thanks, Romy. Merry Christmas to you and the family. Enjoy the holidays. Looking forward to an awesome 2019 in the jungle. Chris in the GJ, a.k.a. the west side of Colorado. Huge call brought to you by Panera Bread Gift Cards. Soups, sandos, salads, bakery treats are a gift that everybody will love. Plus, for every $50 in gift cards, you get a $10 bonus card for yourself. Order online or visit your local Panera for more details. Man, that, that show went fast. I cannot believe how fast that went. 2018 went fast. Everybody have a very Merry Christmas, a Happy Holiday Season. I will be on the NFL and CBS on Sunday. Then I'm back in 2019. Keep it safe. Be healthy. See you then. We are out. 